Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Harrison Smith. You're watching The American Journal. But if you're hearing this message right now, it means I'm not actually in studio. No, this is just an illusion. If you're hearing this, it means I'm somewhere in southeastern Colorado having the time of my life, I hope. Maybe I'm enjoying a nice hot cup of cocoa by the fire right now. I really can't wait. Hopefully you are too. Hopefully everybody is uh, enjoying this Thanksgiving week and uh, really being thankful for all of the wonderful things we have in our lives, uh, despite the fact that almost every day here we are confronted with a litany of just the worst news stories you've ever heard. It, you know, if nothing else, we're thankful for the InfoWars audience and letting us know that there are millions of people out there like us, that we're not alone, that we're not just individuals struggling against an impossibly large system, but rather a collective that could and will one day overpower and defeat that system and reclaim our humanity once and for all. You know, we've been doing American Journal for almost two years at this point, and it has been quite a journey. I really am, am so proud of what we've been able to accomplish, what the crew has been able to accomplish as we all work tirelessly to bring you the best information that we possibly can and try to not follow the the lead of mainstream media and constantly be responding to them, but instead be out front, be leading the conversation, be leading the charge, and be in the forefront of the combat against the New World Order in this information war. And so, of course, we thank you for your support. We would not be able to do this without you. And we don't say that flippantly. You know, we don't just say, you know, oh, we really appreciate it when you when you shop at InfoWars because we just, you know, we like getting a, a paycheck. I mean, that's that's great. That's huge. I it, it really is great. I mean, just think about the fact that I can leave for a whole week. I can go on vacation. I can spend time with my family, and I know that I can come back and and have a paycheck waiting for me. I mean, to have this level of uh, job assurity in the field that we're in is literally non-existent outside of InfoWars. Without InfoWars, we would all be, you know, separate, you know, individuals trying to, you know, piece together something on our own. Uh, what InfoWars gives us is like a battleship. Like instead of a bunch of little rowboats all sort of trying to go in the same general direction, we're all in one single battleship and we can take on the enemy, with, you know, using all of our expertise where it belongs the the crew doing what they do that i could never do what they do they could probably do what i do but let's not let them know that because i I like doing what i do (laughs) and i don't and i don't want to have to go back to production (laughs) but no it's it's a it's a vessel that we can all be a part of that we can all be proud of and that we can all know is making a major difference especially as we see the way the mainstream media is sort of bending to our will all of the things that used to be consigned to the conspiracy theorists and the info warriors it's it's gotten so overwhelming it's gotten so powerful that it's spilled onto the main stage of american consciousness and it's undeniable at this point the effect that infowars has had and we wouldn't be able we wouldn't have had that effect we wouldn't have these jobs we wouldn't have all of this stuff that we are so unendingly grateful for without your help. So when we say thank you for going to InfoWarsStore.com, what we're saying is thank you for 
giving our, our families stability. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to actually feel like we're having an effect against the new world order and that we're not, we're not just spinning our wheels, but we're actually driving forward into this fight. Thank you for giving us these incredible studios and this incredible platform, band.video, infowars.com. Thank you for making us the thorn in the side of the globalist tyrants. Uh, that's entirely up to you. We would not be here without you. Alex Jones would be nobody without the audience. Harrison Smith, Owen Shore, we would be nothing without the audience supporting us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. So we do thank you for doing that. We do encourage you to do that. And just know that we have committed ourselves to this fight. We are all in, as they say. This is a do-or-die situation for humanity at this point. We will we'll be here and we'll be doing as long as we possibly can. And you guarantee that we'll be here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com right now has the selling out fast mega blowout sale. These products are flying off the shelves. A lot of them aren't going to be available very soon, and there's not going to be another run of these at least until next year. And who knows when it'll be back in stock. So if you want to support us, if you appreciate what we do, go to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of the massive sale, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The hour of American Journal has begun. Let's talk a little bit about a wider view of what's happening. In particular, how the Great Reset is still being implemented at a pace and has not been derailed from its track. In fact, it uh, seems to be increasing its attempt to bring about a global system of total corporate control based on surveillance and monitoring everything you do, everything you buy, everywhere you go, everyone you know, everything you say, and then assigning you a score that is not determined on any legitimate scale, which I would consider I – don't, I don't think there's any scale that you could legitimately grade people on. But let's be honest, if the people that run the media and run politics in this country – are the ones deciding what is good and what is bad. The scale looks nothing like what our personal morality scale might look like. I might want to reward people for being self-sufficient, reward people for going to church, reward people for volunteer time and helping people out, reward people for, I don't know, traveling and, and not sitting at home watching TV all day. Unfortunately, the people that are actually implementing this program seem to think that being a bug is the highest goal of humanity, living an existence of impermanence where nothing you do makes any effective and permanent change to anything ever, uh, that you not create life, that you not build, that you not take risks. They would rather you just be a serf, a subservient moron, a useful tool in a assembly line and then to die willingly at 75 without having reproduced at all, without having contributed anything of any importance to anybody ever. 
And of course, they're predicating this all on saving the earth because they're heroes, because they're so compassionate after all. Let's take a look at some of the few headlines that we have here. Commonwealth Bank now is tracking your carbon footprint based on how you spend money. Commonwealth Bank in Australia has a new carbon footprint feature on internet banking. The app shows how many trees a customer has destroyed based on spending. Again, it's just completely absurd. Partnered with Eco Startup to encourage sustainability from Australians. So they're already doing it. They're already breaking down the carbon footprint of individuals for doing things like driving, eating groceries or eating out, and they have options to offset your footprint, which I guess means pay them money. I don't know what else that could possibly mean. How to reduce your footprint, which essentially means live less. Live less. Stop going places. Stop eating things. Just stop it. Stop buying things. Stop owning things. It's all hurting the earth, you guys. Of course. This is just the excuse that they're using. It doesn't mean it's real. It doesn't mean it's actually making any positive difference. In fact, it's only making a negative difference, especially when you have things like the Drax power plant where they'll claim we've offset our carbon footprint by burning trees. And then they'll tell you how many trees that you've saved by burning trees. This is really what they're doing. This is how backwards and retarded all of their crap is. Daily Mail also has the story, outrage over new Commonwealth Bank feature. Commonwealth Bank is now tracking your carbon footprint based on how you spend money. Amazing. Italy now has laws for heating where they tell you the maximum temperature that you can keep your house at is 19 or 20 degrees Celsius and heating will be off from 11 o'clock p.m. to 5 o'clock a.m. The Italian Ecological Transition Ministry has announced a new decree that limits indoor temperatures in your home. But it's not just Italy. Spain is also limiting indoor heating to 19 degrees Celsius and limiting air conditioning cooling to 27 degrees Celsius. These rules will be in effect until November 1st, 2023, over a year, to, quote, promote self-reliance and renewable energy production. That absolutely does nothing to promote self-reliance or renewable energy production, but these are just the words that they say. doesn't matter. None of it has any bearing on anything. They just do what they want, and then they tack on random positive-sounding words to make it seem like what they're doing isn't indoctrinating you into a slave camp. France is doing this as well. Temperatures limited to 19 degrees Celsius, but they're also banning hot water in public buildings and reducing temperatures in swimming pools and gyms. But things could get even worse in Switzerland if there's a gas shortage this winter, which is probably likely, again, because of the decisions that they make, because of the wars that they're starting. Switzerland is talking about a proposal to limit indoor temperatures to 19 degrees Celsius, just like Italy and Spain. And if people violate the rule, they could face a 3,000 fine per day, or people could be sent up to three years in prison. Three years in jail for the crime of heating your home. And they're just doing this. They're just doing this. Nobody wants it. Nobody's advocating for it. doesn't actually help anything. doesn't do anything at all. They're just doing this because it's a democracy after all. The people don't want it. Nobody wants it. You put this to a vote, it would get thrashed down immediately. But we have to save our democracy. See, we're at war to save our democracy. And because we're at war, there's no gas. So now in a completely undemocratic move, they are restricting and limiting your energy production in complete reversal of what democracy would actually have you do so 
It's all very confusing. When you're run by psychopath liars with hidden agendas of your extermination, things get a little confusing, I guess. Deutsche Bank unveils new target in cutting carbon footprint. Deutsche Bank Deutsche Bank AG will say it will cut emissions tied to its oil and gas financing as it refreshes targets for lessening its carbon footprint. The Frankfurt-based lender on Friday said it cut financed emissions, a type of accounting associated with investments linked to a company's carbon footprint to upstream oil and gas by 23% by 2030 or 90% by 2050. And this is where it's really coming from. It's not that these things are being voted on and being implemented by the national government. These things are being decided on by cabals and uh, coalitions of banking elite who then dictate to the national government what their policy will be, and the national government then imposes that on the people regardless of what the people believe or want or desire. And, of course, with this, you will get surveillance. You'll get full and total surveillance. All of this is coming from the banks. All of this is part and parcel with each other. They all go hand in hand with one another we'll go now to clip number four as once again we play this video that we've seen before that tells you how this concept in fact first we'll go to uh 19 because this is about the consumer carbon footprint and how this will be used by banks to of course track everything you do and everywhere you go and everyone you interact with let's go down to clip number 19 where we see the world economic forum just telling you this, just explaining this to everybody who cares to listen. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. So it's just evil. It's just these are the Bond villains of our time. This is what it looks like. I don't know how people don't recognize this. Soon the Death Star will be fully operational. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's go now to uh, the central bank or the uh, CEO, I believe, of the International uh, Investment Bank talking again about digital currency and how it will be programmed not just to track everything that you do, but it'll actually be controlled by the central bank itself. Let's watch clip number four. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also we will have the technology to enforce that. Those, are, those two issues are extremely important, and that makes a huge difference with respect to what, to what cash is. Ladies and gentlemen, we always run the biggest deals of the year starting in mid-November through Christmas. But this year is hands down the biggest sale we've ever offered. Not just up to 60% off with promo code 1776, but on top of it, double Patriot points and what makes this the most special sell ever. Every order will get a free gift, no matter how small or how big, and it's all randomly selected by the shopping cart computer. So you might order a sticker pack for $5. You might order the blowout t-shirt sale for $4.95 and then get something worth 50, 60, 70, 80, $100. So again, 
Some of the gifts are sticker packs. Some of them are Alex Jones Halloween masks. Some of them are books, films, um, InfoWars flags, American flags. There are hundreds of different items. It's all random. InfoWarsStore.com. Every order gets a free gift. Free gifts with every order at InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news and bad news. InfoWars is running the biggest sale of 2022 right now on our amazing products. Your chance to empower your body, your health, your immune system, and more, and keep us on the air, a win-win. The bad news is a bunch of our best-selling products have already sold out, and because of supply chain breakdowns, it'll be months and months until these great products come back in. X3 sold out. Our great American coffee blend has sold out. Uh, BioTrueSelenium has sold out. But what hasn't sold out is DNA Force Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Whole Food Multivitamin, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, and so much more. So you've only got a few weeks to get these products at the lowest price you're ever going to find them. Don't fight the crowds. Don't fight the traffic. Don't do all your Christmas shopping in a month like a fool. Do it now. Get it all over with. Get a great deal. And keep InfoWars on the air while empowering your body. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal, InfoWars.com, band.video. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna spend some time on this story, boys. Uh, this broke right after our show ended yesterday, so you may have already seen it, but we haven't had a chance to cover it here yet. So, boy, are we going to? From the Atlantic, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty by Emily Oster. Where do we even begin with this? Well, we'll just start reading the story and just react to it. There's definitely going to be no quarter for the pharmaceutical companies. Let's just start there. That's where we should start. No quarter. How about no quarter for any of these people? I mean, the pharmaceutical companies obviously at the at the top of the list, but how about no quarter across the board? Okay, so the the way I feel about it is like, let's say you were in an actual war, right, and you get the opportunity to either kill or capture a bunch of prisoners, mm. right? Wouldn't you rather capture than kill? Um, and and what I'm ge- what I'm getting at, I know that's a metaphor. We're going to be nonviolent. This is a nonviolent discussion, right? It's when it comes down to it, you know, these people were misled. They had different streams of information, and they trusted those streams of information, which is why they were easily manipulated. You know, I feel bad for those people, right? And I don't. I, I think I don't, that, I think I that really, part of bringing like the society back together, you know, does start with forgiveness. But it doesn't mean okay, you have right, to right, forgive. Right, hold about on, it. hold on, hold on. You said forgiveness. They're not saying forgiveness. They're not asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness uh, means that they admit that they've done something wrong. Nowhere in this article do they admit that they did anything wrong. They don't apologize anywhere in here. If you want to talk about forgiveness, we can start with them apologizing. And then it can be up to us whether we forgive them or not. But they're not asking for forgiveness. They're not apologizing. They're not saying that they did anything wrong. They're, after, they're asking for amnesty, a pardon. They're saying, well, let's just, eh, it's a wash. You know, we both did bad things. No, no, no. 
they did things to us. They were wrong about everything. I, and I don't, I don't forgive people for not for like trusting liars. Like, no, we knew they were liars from the very beginning. It was basic logic. It we was, knew. it was fear that got, we knew and we told people and our information was out there and we got our information from other authoritative sources that they could have gone out there and looked for. Did people in your own life, when you told them, what the truth was, did they go, oh, wow, I had no idea. Thank you for telling me. Like just, you know, if they had access to the information, did they actually think about it and use it or did they reject it outright because they were in a state of, of panic and fear and cowardice? Like, no, there's no quarter. There's no for- forgiveness here until we get a sincere apology and they actually recognize what they did was wrong. There's no admission of wrongdoing here. They act like we both did wrong things. They act like we're both at fault here. We are not at fault. We have nothing to apologize for. They have plenty to apologize for, and they've yet to apologize. So we, if we want to give them I'm forgiveness— I'm not saying that they don't have to work for our forgiveness. Yeah. Right? There, there are blowjobs that are due. <laughs> no, look, if they— if they want forgiveness, they can apologize and they can explain why they were wrong and why they did what they did and, and you know, how they understand now you know, what they did was was so wrong. And, you know, they can apologize and, and we can think about forgiving them. But but you've got a whole litany of people that not only were trapped in this in this state of confusion and delusion because they believe the liars but you've got the liars themselves you've got the big tech companies and the other various you know methods by which they censored us from getting this information out there you've got the people who demonized everyone i mean they wrote articles that were like i guess we just have to kill the unvaccinated like they, these people were viciously targeting us they were destroying people's lives they were humiliating and ostracizing and brutalizing people based on the things the falsehoods that they believe there's right. no the Karen there's at the no store, amnesty here the karen at the store in the compilation that we play all along she's one of those people that that's very emblematic of the attitudes of people who were vaccinated because they felt frustrated right they felt like that was what you know they, they were frustrated at the rest of society they were frustrated at us and their see Did their we, anger this woman's anger right was turned on unmasked or unvaccinated people by pharmaceutical companies, right? You know, no, you don't. I don't blame the pharmaceutical. That woman is in control of her own actions. That woman oh, I understand is, that. Making, is making her own choices. And it's their cowardice and their inability to stand up for any of this that got us in this situation. So no, that woman, you think well, she gets amnesty? You think so, she gets so forgiven? What, you, what, what, what will you do? Will you just continue to rub it in their faces that they were wrong yes. till the end of time yes absolutely yes yes okay <laughs> until they apologize until they actually admit they were wrong nowhere in this article do they admit that they're wrong nowhere in this article do they say okay it was us it was the vaccinators it was the people who shut down the school it was the two weeks to slow the spread people they never if, say it was us they say it was it was both of us none of us knew what if none of us forced, had any idea what if we forced them to wear masks until the end of time just like the nazis okay, like this, we forced them to wear their their nazis uniforms right yeah yeah we'll carve a mask into their forehead just so they never forget yeah that that might be a good start but no look the good news is 
our God is a just God and your punishment awaits. So we don't have to do anything. You people have screwed yourselves. You've sold your own souls. And even now, your punishment is growing like a, like a worm inside your own veins, working its way towards your heart. And one day you'll just fall over dead from the mistake that you made, from the lie that you believed. So we don't have to do anything. These people have already laid their own beds and now they're about to get screwed in them. So that's fine. All of that's fine. But the point is that they do not ask for forgiveness. They do not admit that they were wrong. They just want it all to be a wash. They just want it all just to go away. Just stop. Just, just let's just forget everything we did to you. By the way, they're still doing it. I don't know if you've noticed. They're still pushing the vaccine. They just put it on the childhood mandate. They just said that if you want to get ready for the hurricane, you better get vaccinated. They're still doing it. So this is somebody holding your head underwater and going, please forgive me for drowning you. They're still doing it. They're still engaged in this war against us. So if you want to be forgiven for something, you got to A, stop doing it, and B, beg for forgiveness. Humble yourself to the people that you want forgiveness from. None of this, it's just, it's just all a wash. Nobody knew, nobody knew. And literally everything, everything they say, like all of these uh, quotes that I've highlighted here, they just act like we didn't know. Nobody knew. There were conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Reasonable people, people who cared about children and teachers advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. Did they though? Did they? I don't know. One side kept the schools closed. One side got us into this mess. One side forced us to wear masks. One side had their knee on all of our collective necks. Do we have to apologize? Do we have anything to apologize for? I mean, literally, what do we have to apologize for? Were we the ones running around attacking people, yelling at people in stores when they were wearing masks? We're yelling at, at people who are wearing masks. We're attacking them. We're dragging them out of the store you know, by the, by the scruff of their neck. Did we do any of that stuff? Do we have anything to apologize for? Do we apologize for being right? Do we apologize for advocating individual freedom? Do we apologize for standing up against tyranny and being viciously attacked at every turn? Do we have to apologize for being vindicated? We have to apologize for being right about the lab leak and being right about the lockdowns and being right about the social distancing. Do we have anything to apologize for? This is not a Oh, what's just amnesty on both? We both agree to lay down our weapons. No, 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 that's not happening. No quarter, no quarter. We're just getting started. And you people can maybe mitigate your punishment by apologizing first. I've got some good news and bad news. InfoWars is running the biggest sale of 2022 right now on our amazing products. Your chance to empower your body, your health, your immune system, and more, and keep us on the air, a win-win. The bad news is a bunch of our best-selling products have already sold out, and because of supply chain breakdowns, it'll be months and months until these great products come back in. X3 sold out. Our great American coffee blend has sold out. Uh, BioTrucelinium has sold out. But what hasn't sold out is DNA Force Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Whole Food Multivitamin, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, and so much more. So you've only got a few weeks to get these products at the lowest price you're ever going to find them. Don't fight the crowds. Don't fight the traffic. Don't do all your Christmas shopping in a month like a fool. Do it now. Get it all over with. Get a great deal. And keep InfoWars on the air while empowering your body. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
Watch it live right now at band.video. Sort of a bizarre feeling, but you feel it quite a bit reading stories like this. The simultaneous polarity and fury that is that it inspires. Like, read the story. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Let's just forgive everyone who locked everyone down and destroyed the world's economy and destroyed the minds of children and, and put a mask on your toddler. Let's just forgive them. You read that and you go, this is, this is hilarious. What? Right? It's just like, it's like watching a, watching a clown kill your friend. It's like, well, it's funny, but also what? What is happening? No, no, no. There's no amnesty here. No, no. You can will we can think about forgiveness, but that first requires your humbling yourself. Your your begging for forgiveness. Your apology, meaningful, heartfelt apology, where you recognize exactly what you did wrong, and you say, "Here's what I did wrong. Here's here's how I hurt you. I understand what I did now." I'm sorry about that. Will you please forgive me? And then maybe we can think about it. That doesn't exist in this story. It doesn't exist. In fact, what they're doing here, the important part about this story is they're completely rewriting history. They're, they're acting like both sides of the debate were treated equally at the time. Right? They, she says, and to be fair for this woman, Emily Oster, which, by the way, uh, if you want to, uh, if you want an argument against this entire story just look at the look at the author's face that's that's the argument against this story but to be fair to uh old crazy eyes over here she was a advocate for schools reopening so she at least got that right but she says in april 2020 nobody got the coronavirus from passing somebody else hiking she talks about how they were hiking and how they were wearing masks and how they understand now that that was stupid now we understood that was stupid from the beginning how did we know gee we're we're just we're just universally brilliant i guess i, I don't know but she says Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know. We didn't know. Nobody knew. No, we didn't know. I mean, we knew. I knew. (laughs) I told you. I mean, we all knew. So they didn't know somehow. Somehow they didn't know. Somehow they couldn't figure it out. Somehow they didn't know that natural immunity existed. They didn't know that sunlight was a disinfectant. They didn't know any of this stuff, even though it was all obvious. It was all right there. Why didn't they know? They didn't know because the people telling them were silenced. The people telling them were banned from the internet. The people telling them that, the doctors, the scientists telling them that, had their licenses revoked and were smeared across the mainstream media. So let's not act like we just didn't know. You could have known, except that the people in charge went out of their way to silence the people telling you the truth. So let's just be clear. We knew. We knew. She says, we spent uh, several lectures. She's a teacher, by the way. Several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Tremendous uncertainty. Did you feel any uncertainty? When they were sending tanks, APCs, armored personnel carriers, and sheriffs with automatic rifles to point the faces of people who were opening their business, did that seem very uncertain to you? Did they seem very uncertain when they were locking down the entire country? Were they uncertain when they were throwing pastors into prison for trying to open up their church? Was there any sense of uncertainty there, or did they act with perfect certitude as if they knew exactly what they were doing? There was no uncertainty on their side. They were very certain on what they wanted to do. They were very certain on how they treated people who were just trying to live their lives unencumbered 
by these ridiculous and unlawful mandates. Does this seem uncertain to you? Is there a bit of uncertainty here? No, the police acted with incredible certainty as they were arresting people who had done nothing wrong. So again, they're rewriting history. They're trying to act like this was all just, ah, nobody knows. Oh, nobody knew at the time. There were people on both sides arguing, and we made the best choices we could. No, no, no. People on one side of the argument were silenced, were arrested, were destroyed, had their lives ripped away from them, had their children threatened to be taken away from them. That was the certainty with which you acted. Okay, so don't act like this was just all up in the air and there were both people on both sides making these arguments. People that were making the arguments in favor of freedom and against the ridiculous tyrannical orders were silenced violently. So you can shut up, right? They're they're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to make you think that 2020 was a time when nobody knew what was going on. And it goes on, right? They talk about the school closures. They say we only had glimmers of information, reasonable people, people who cared about children and teachers advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. Did they, though? Did they? Again, did you have uh, an open, robust debate about this or was one side the de facto lawful side, the de facto the side that had all the full force and weight of the entire media establishment and the legal and political establishment and the other side – we're desperately contending against that. Again, they're trying to rewrite history and we're not going to let them. She says, remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? No, you made that up. That didn't exist. Again, this is all bull crap. This is all lies. Nobody told anybody to inject people with bleach. It was an offhand comment by Trump who was like, isn't it amazing how bleach kills the the disease so quickly? Wouldn't it be great if if we had something equivalent to that that could be inside the body and kill the virus just as efficiently as it can kill it on the surface? And then you people said Donald Trump tells his supporters to inject themselves with bleach and invented an entire talking point that you're still running with. So they're still doing it. They're still spreading the misinformation. They're still lying about what anti-vaxxers were saying the entire time. They're still doing it. You think you're going to get amnesty when you're still fighting the war. You absolute scumbags. She says misinformation was and remains a huge problem. Which again is just, you know, when they say misinformation, when the establishment of the authorities or the, the whoever says misinformation, they mean people like InfoWars who were counter to the mainstream narrative. We were right about everything there was nothing we got wrong and that's the other thing so they say given the amount of uncertainty every position was taken on every topic again was it no they're rewriting history they did not take every position on every topic there were not robust debates with both sides saying their points there was one side that was forced down your throat and if you didn't like it you'd be arrested or thrown in jail or lose your job or have your license revoked so what are they talking they're trying to rewrite history here And we are not going to let them. No quarter. On every topic, she says, someone was eventually proven right and somebody else was proven wrong. I'd like to add a little addendum here. We were the ones proven right. You were the ones proven wrong. What were you right about? What were we wrong about? Can you name one thing? Doesn't exist. We're right about everything. Don't you, we're not going to just like, okay, now that it's over, we can look back and say, we all got some stuff wrong. And also, nope, no, we were right about everything. We're right about absolutely everything. We have yet to be proven wrong about a single thing. We knew everything about this disease we needed to in January of 2020. We were reporting the truth before the mainstream media even recognized that it was a threat. 
they were telling you to go to hug a Chinese person. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, they were. So that's just, that's just the way it was. So we knew before they even knew what coronavirus was. We knew where it came from. We knew how dangerous it was. And we knew the steps that we could take to mitigate the, the threat. And we were called racist, by the way, for, for suggesting that we cut off travel. She says people who got it right, for whatever reason, may want to gloat. Oh, for whatever reason, we might want to gloat. Yeah, we're going to gloat. But it's not about gloating. It's about not taking your deceptive line on this. It's about pointing out that we were right the entire time. It's not gloating. It's just reality. It's just what it is. It's just you need to recognize that you were wrong. We don't need to gloat, but until, it, until you recognize that you were wrong, yeah, we're going to keep gloating, right? It's like if, if you're, you're playing a game, playing a sports game, playing tennis or something, and you defeat your opponent. If your opponent comes up and shakes your hand and says, hey, good game. You played really well and, and you beat me. You're not going to gloat to that guy. You say, hey, you know what? Sometimes it goes, you know, maybe you'll get me next time. There's no gloating there. But if that person starts going, no, well, they, they, they cheated. And they, they, the refs and the umpires, that they had them on, on payroll and blah, blah. Then you're going to be like, you know what? I won and I won and I beat you fair and square and you lost. So deal with it, right? You get to gloat when the other person is a, is a childish baby, when the other person isn't playing fair, when the other person isn't a good sport. And then you get to gloat a little bit. If they were to humble themselves and they were to say, hey, we were wrong, you were right, I wouldn't be gloating because I wouldn't be having to point out that we were right. So we'll get, we'll return to this on the other side, but I'm going to keep raging and I'm going to keep saying no quarter, no quarter, no we quarter. We always have our biggest sales of the year in November and December. And 2022 is no different. But now as we reach the midway point in the month of November, it's very important to understand that we have almost all of our great InfoWars Live products in stock. But most of them are very close to selling out. We won't get more for several months, give longer. Some will take three, four months to get back in. We're talking about DNA Force Plus. We're talking about X3, from a body's ultimate turmeric formula, vitamin mineral fusion, super metal vitality. The list goes on and on. But despite the fact that they're all selling out, I want to pass these savings on to you, and we need funds in to continue operating. So this is a year-end blowout sale. 2023 will be here before we know it. So do your Christmas shopping early, support the InfoWar, boost your immune system and your overall well-being at InfoWarStore.com with the up to 60% off sale with promo code 1776 at checkout. Get these great products while you still can and support the InfoWar. Thank you. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to PatriotCollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Welcome to the phone lines. 
taking your calls through the next hour. Joined by Matt Baker in the third hour. I guess there really is not too much to say about this article any more than I already have. The pandemic amnesty argument. We'll just we'll just finish up here. Some of the, the quotes from the article. She says people who got it right for whatever reason may want to gloat for whatever reason. And it's not gloating. It's it's that you still haven't acknowledged that we were right the whole time. But okay, she says those who got it wrong for whatever reason may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot, gobble up a lot of social energy and drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive. In the face of so much uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck. And that's the Scott Adams argument, right? Where they're like, he's just like, everybody was guessing. And some people guessed right and some people guessed wrong. Were we guessing? Were we just making things up? I, I wasn't making anything up. I wasn't guessing. I was going off of the facts. I was saying what was true. I was using personal logic and, and well-established scientific, scientific norms to decide what was true and what wasn't. And now they want to look back and say, I was just guessing that it was just luck that I was right. It was just luck that we were right about absolutely everything. And again, it's not just about gloating. It's not just about like listing off all the things we were right about. It's about pointing out that there wasn't anything we were wrong about. That there wasn't anything that it was like, okay, well, all right, the lockdowns, you guys were right about the lockdowns, but hey, the masks did help. So you admit that you were wrong about that and we're like, okay, yeah, the mask, no, the mask didn't work. Social distancing, social distancing didn't work. The lockdown was both futile and hugely destructive to the world economy. And we knew this all from the very beginning. So it's just, they're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to act like everybody was just uncertain at the time. It's completely despicable and they say similarly getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing see i gotta i gotta disagree i think it was a moral failing i think it was because i think it was primarily driven by fear i think it was primarily driven by cowardice and by a desire to just be with the in crowd just not be ostracized just not suffer the you know, social ramifications of being right, so you chose to be wrong. That's a moral failing. This was a moral issue here. You people were immoral, deceptive, controlling, tyrannical, brutal, vicious. We didn't say we wanted people who wore masks to die. We didn't say we wanted people who got vaccinated to suffer and die. We warned them not to get vaccinated because we didn't want them to suffer and die. So not only... Were the people on their side wrong about everything, destroyed the entire world because of how wrong they were, but they were also vicious and unforgiving the entire time. We were right about everything. We were open to changing our minds if there was evidence that we were wrong. And we were actually loving in all of this. We were actually just begging for a seat at the table rather than just being buried continuously. So this was there was a moral aspect to this, and you people acted as immorally as it's possible to imagine. We weren't the ones dragging you out of stores. And even like even the language that they use in this, it shows they still haven't learned their lesson. And that's that's the important part. Not only are they trying to rewrite history and they need to be told to shove it, we know what happened. We know you people are despicable liars that tried to destroy us and we survived. 
end of one at the end of the day. We This is a victory lap for us. But it's also not a matter of like, like this whole this so she ends this by saying this the standard saying is that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it but dwelling on the mistakes of history can lead to a repetitive doom loop as well let's acknowledge that we've made complicated choices in the face of deep uncertainty and then try to work together to build back and move forward oh we're just going to build back better are we you people need to be punished because you clearly haven't learned your lesson it's not even a matter of like getting satisfaction for something that was done wrong to us back then. It's about trying to not let that happen again. And if you don't want this to happen again, if you don't want to live in a world in a media atmosphere where one side is viciously silenced while the other side is totally wrong and unquestioned and uncontested in the public sphere, if you want to avoid the existence of that contention ever again, then the people that did it need to be punished. There are multiple reasons why you punish a criminal. Part of it is to get that satisfaction, is to simply get some form of justice, like an eye for an eye. You just you do to them what they've done to somebody else just because that's how justice works these days. But the other part of it is preventing it from happening, happening again in the future, from letting everybody know if you do what you did before, if you do it again, here's how you're going to be treated next time. So all the people that did this, not everybody, and we don't have to punish everybody, but they should apologize. They should humble themselves. They should realize what they did was wrong and actually ask for forgiveness. There's no asking for forgiveness in this story. There's no admitting that they were wrong. But the people that were in charge, people that led the pack, people that silenced the opposition and shut down the economy, they need to be punished as a preventative measure. Just to let everybody know that this is what happens when you use a medical emergency as an excuse to invoke tyranny. You have to be held to account for that. You have to be punished for it. You have to be made to feel the pain that you've been inflicted on others, and you have to be brought down from your high horse and humiliated in the way that you deserve. Strictly business. (laughs) In In the words of my hero... It's nothing personal, strictly business. For the sake of humanity, you people have to be punished. You people have to be held to account for what you did to everybody. Just like a murderer has to be held to account. You can forgive the murderer, that's fine. They still get strapped to the electric chair, okay? And again, they they haven't learned their lesson. They're still saying things like this. Moving on is crucial now because the pandemic created many problems we still need to solve. The pandemic did. Not them. They aren't taking responsibility for this. They aren't saying, okay, it was it was us. We created all these problems. They're still saying it was the pandemic that did it. It was the virus that shut down the schools. It was the virus that put a mask on your child. It was a virus that injected you with a poisonous vaccine. It was a virus that kept you away from family functions because you refused to submit to their jab. No, it wasn't the virus. It was you people. It wasn't the pandemic, it was you. It was human beings who made this decision. So again, they haven't, they haven't learned their lesson. They have so not learned their lesson, they're still blaming the pandemic on the things that they themselves did. So there you go. That's my take on this. You want pandi- pandemic amnesty? Well, 
you'll get it in hell where you're going because the blood clot is slowly making its way towards your lung as we speak because you got the vaccine, which you're still pushing and you're still putting on childhood vaccine mandate lists. So without without invoking any uh, colorful four-letter words, I think that's all I can say about that. <laughs> so no, the answer is no. The big, big fat no to your you're asking for amnesty. So retarded. Uh, folks, InfoWars has been right the entire time. InfoWars told you from the very beginning, it leaked from a lab. We told you from the very beginning what the purpose of all of this was, that the two weeks to slow spread would never end, that it was all an excuse to get mail-in ballots because they were going to cheat in the election, that the social distancing was made up out of nowhere, that the masks were ineffective. We knew all of this because all of the science had been settled well and long before any of this occurred. So you people listen to liars. You allowed them to silence and censor us, and you're suffering the consequences from it. But if you, you know, feel like making amends, if you feel like actually supporting the people that were telling you the truth— and actually begging for freedom and begging for liberty. And by the way, we always said if you wanted to stay inside, if you wanted to put a mask on your on your cat, if you wanted to stay home while we were all having Thanksgiving dinner, you were allowed to do that. We never wanted to impose our views on you. We just wanted freedom. We just wanted to be able to be ourselves and to continue to live our lives and to have the world continue to actually operate. So uh, no quarter, but also... You know, maybe you could uh, maybe you could support the people that were right the entire time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com if you want to uh, support one of the only outlets, including, you know, do you th- did, did Daily Wire, were they against all this stuff? Was, was the blaze coming out in full force against all of these measures? Or was it just InfoWars? Did we stand alone in 2020 as being right about literally everything, calling it, a, everything exactly how it played out? And, you know, maybe if for no other reason than that, you'd want to go to InfoWarsStore.com and support this singular outfit, uh, outlet, supporting the truth and actually fighting for your rights against a monolithic and tyrannical I've got some force. good news and bad news. InfoWars is running the biggest sale of 2022 right now on our amazing products. Your chance to empower your body, your health, your immune system and more and keep us on the air, a win-win. The bad news is a bunch of our best-selling products have already sold out, and because of supply chain breakdowns, it'll be months and months until these great products come back in. X3 sold out. Our great American coffee blend has sold out. Uh, BioTrusilinium has sold out. But what hasn't sold out is DNA Force Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Whole Food Multivitamin, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, and so much more. So, you've only got a few weeks to get these products at the lowest price you're ever going to find them. Don't fight the crowds. Don't fight the traffic. Don't do all your Christmas shopping in a month like a fool. Do it now. Get it all over with. Get a great deal. And keep InfoWars on the air while empowering your body. InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Back, ladies and gentlemen, this is Harrison Smith. You're watching American Journal. I'm not here right now. No, I'm uh, I'm on vacation. So you're watching a best of presentation of the the two years that we've done here at American Journal. We have a lot to be proud of, and 
So do you. I mean, you really have gotten us to where we are now. I was going to say helped, but let's be honest. You got us here. <laughs> Without you, we wouldn't be here at all. So you, you haven't just helped us. You have been the uh, sole and abiding reason that we've been able to do everything that we've been able to do on this program, at the Alex Jones Show, on The War Room with Bandot Video and our incredible content creators. It's entirely thanks to you. And here on this Thanksgiving week, uh, we are incredibly thankful for the InfoWars audience, and we're thankful that you go to InfoWars store and take advantage of our massive sales. Uh, what are you thankful for? Are you thankful for Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, Vitamin Mineral Fusion? Are you thankful for the information that we bring you or the supplements that help improve your life? If you're thankful for InfoWars, we would really appreciate showing that thankfulness by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It's a it's, it's a uh, reciprocal relationship here. We are thankful for you, and we hope to provide you something that you can be thankful uh, for us for. Brainforce Plus is 60% off right now. Knockout Sleep Support is 50% off. Alpha Power is 50% off. Vaso Beats Complete is 50% off. Survival Shield X3 is 50% off. Bod Ease, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vitamin D3 Gummies, Brainforce Ultra, Fizzy Magnesium, Super Male, and Super Female Vitality. All of these are 50% off right now as our way of saying thank you to you for supporting us. We want to give you the best prices and the best supplements we possibly can. There's even more. I, I got through like half the list. A lot more are 60% off. A lot more are 40% off. A lot of these are selling out very quickly. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the mega blowout sale with up to 60% off our top-selling products. And again, we, we really do appreciate it, and we really think that you're going to appreciate it as well. If you've never purchased anything from InfoWars, if you've, if you've never just pulled the trigger and and hit the checkout button on infowarsstore.com. We really hope that you, you know, make an exception this year and support us because we are in the fight for our lives. We have dedicated ourselves to this contest and we will not give up. All we ask is for your support in this endeavor. And the best possible way for you to provide that support is by going to infowarsstore.com. And again, these these products are incredible. I know as I you know, plan on packing my bag later today, I will be including my favorite supplements, especially and the fact that I'll be you know, driving a very long time in the next couple hours, probably through the night, possibly with a crying baby in the backseat, I am going to need a full supply of Brain Force Ultra to make sure I'm sharp and focused and able to you know, pilot safely. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus. Uh, I'll definitely be including some body ease as I take to the slopes at Wolf Creek Pass, Colorado. I know I will be... Uh, probably tumbling more than I would prefer. So I'm going to be packing some bodies to make sure that I'm not feeling it the next day. I'm also going to be taking some knockout sleep support since I will probably be on some sort of fold-out bed with a paper-thin mattress at my, you know, in my family's uh, spare room. I'm going to still want to be able to sleep well, so I'll be taking some knockout. I'll be taking some bodies. I'll be taking some brain force plus, and who knows what else, just to make sure that I'm maximizing this vacation time and, and you know, really making sure I'm taking care of myself the entire time. And I, I, I implore you to do so as well. And also, you know, Christmas is coming up. Get your shopping out of the way. Go to InfoWarsStore.com while you're there to take advantage of the mega blowout sale and getting some of the incredible supplements that we have for 60, 50, 40% off. 
pick up some t-shirts, pick up some books, uh, pick up an air filter, something like that. These make great gifts, and the people that you're giving them to, they don't have to know where they come from. You don't have to tell them where you bought them from. They'll get the air filter. They'll be like, it's incredible. My God, this Alexa Pure Breeze, it's changed my life. Everything is so much better. Where did you get it? And you can say, don't worry about it. Just know that the people I got it from are patriots. They're American patriots. They're God-fearing good people, and that's all you need to know. So great gifts at InfoWarsStore.com, great supplements at InfoWarsStore.com, and best of all, it is a 360 win as you keep us on the air. We will be back live next week, but we thank you so much for joining us today. We thank you so much deeply from the bottom of our heart for going to InfoWarsStore.com and keeping us on the air. We'll be back soon. Till then, take care. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. Second hour has begun, meaning we'll open up the phone lines for your calls. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. Taking your calls right now at American Journal, one 789 2539 Tell me, do you think uh do you think the lockdowners deserve amnesty? Do you think the people that destroyed our entire country and way of life over a disease with a ninety-nine point nine 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 seven percent survival rate uh deserve forgiveness? I don't know. You tell me. Give us a call. one 877 You know, is it, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird because the same with the, the previous story, the COVID-19 stuff. It's like, it's weird just knowing things are, are true, knowing what is happening talking about it, reporting on it, getting called fake news, getting called all sorts of horrible things, but being right the entire time. And then suddenly some evidence comes out proving that you were right, and it gets published in some mainstream rag, and then suddenly everybody acknowledges it. They never give us credit. They never go, wow, you guys were right. You guys have been warning about this the entire time. Occasionally you get a Alex Jones was right meme thrown in the mix, but overall – Everybody acts like they're all just learning this all of a sudden. And I I guess it makes sense, right? You don't want to believe something that you don't have straight evidence for. But is that the way you live your normal life? Or do you just come to conclusions based on the evidence that you have, based on the facts that you have, and based on your ability to predict behavior based off of pattern recognition in the past? Because that's what we do. And we just see what's going on. And we just extrapolate the little data points that we have to the wider construct of what's going on, and we tend to arrive at the truth. And then we get called disinformation artists, and we get called Russians, and we get called all sorts of other stuff until evidence comes out, and then we're proven right, and everybody forgets that they called us all those horrible things. So one of the things that we've been reporting on for years at this point, ever since the so-called Great Reset are really being advertised. We've been calling it the great consolidation or the great cooperation and talking about the fact that the new world that they're setting up is one in which there is no dividing line between things like the FBI 
and the state apparatus and the corporate structure, including things like big tech. Again, we've been saying this forever. We've been exposing this. We've been talking about how this has been going on and how it is a blatant violation of the First Amendment, completely unacceptable, and is the death of free speech in this country and around the world. Well, now there have been leaked documents published by The Intercept that outlined DHS's plans to police disinformation. Now everybody else realizes this is going on, which is good. Good that everybody's finally up to where InfoWars was two years ago. Welcome, everyone, to the truth. The big question is, will this have an effect politically? Will this result in some sort of measures taken to reverse this process? Or will this simply be a data point tracking the slope of our downfall? The story from The Intercept is leaked documents outline DHS's plans to police disinformation. They say the Department of Homeland Security is quietly broadening its efforts to curb speech it considers dangerous. An investigation by The Intercept has found years of internal DHS memos, emails, and documents obtained via leaks in an ongoing lawsuit as well as public documents illustrate an expansive effort by the agency to influence tech platforms. The work, much of which remains unknown to the American public, came into clearer view earlier this year when the DHS announced a new disinformation governance board. A panel designed to police misinformation, that is false information spread unintentionally, and disinformation, that is false information spread intentionally. But of course, when they use these words, you can go ahead and uh, take out the word false because often the mis- and disinformation that they accuse people like us of spreading, it actually turns out to be entirely true. And then there's malinformation, which is factual information shared typically out of context with harmful intent. That's right. Telling the truth with harmful intent. Okay, incredible. That allegedly threatens U.S. interests. While the board was widely ridiculed, immediately scaled back and then shut down within a few months, other initiatives are underway as DHS pivots to monitoring social media now that its original mandate, the war on terror, has wound down. And of course, we reported on, on at the time that the DHS disinfo governance board was never actually shut down it was just parceled out into pre-existing establishment apparatus behind closed doors and through pressure on private platforms the u.s government has used its power to try to shape online discourse according to meeting minutes and other records appended to a lawsuit filed by missouri attorney general eric schmidt a republican who's also running for senate discussions have ranged from the scale and scope of government intervention in online discourse to the mechanics of streamlining takedown requests or false or intentionally misleading information and you just got to read through this it's it's the u.s government cooperating with the Avenues of information, the methods by which information is delivered to determine what is and is not allowed to be spoken and is and is not what is allowed to be spread. Anybody with any semblance of anti-tyrannical feeling, anybody who thinks that they stand up against oppression needs to understand that the people that you are working on the behalf of are setting up a system in which their word is unquestionable and to deviate from the mainstream narrative represents something akin to treason and will be silenced and treated as such. The government's, or, uh, 
This actually Microsoft executive Matt Masterson, a former DHS official. It's another thing we've been covering, right? The massive amount of interaction or like uh, trading off of personnel between places like the DHS or the FBI and big tech. They're, they're hand in hand. They're cooperating resolutely. Platforms have got to get comfortable with government, he says. It's really interesting how hesitant they remain. Microsoft executive Matt Masterson, former DHS official, texted Jan Easterly, a DHS director in February. It's really, it's really interesting how hesitant they remain to having the government come in and tell them what they are and are not allowed to publish. They got to get used. They got to get over that. Got to get over that, uh, that hesitancy of allowing us to dictate what is and is not real. Got to get over that hesitancy. In a March meeting, Lara, Laura Dimlo, an FBI official, warned that the threat of subversive information on social media could undermine support for the U.S. government. Dimlo, according to the notes of the discussion attended by senior executives from Twitter and J.P. Morgan Chase, stressed that, quote, we need media infrastructure that is held accountable. Twitter and J.P. Morgan Chase. So once again, we see, as Kanye asked, who invented cancel culture, does in most parts go back to the banks. The banks are leading this charge. And they're sick of their very profitable programs being undermined by the truth coming out. Very profitable wars they wage. Very profitable consolidation strategy they have when it comes to the lockdowns and other things like that. So you've got, I mean, this is the great reset. This is building back better. This is stakeholder capitalism at its finest. You've got big tech who also, of course, have a governance board of their own, which is staffed, of course, by government officials in this country and others. Remember the president of the oversight board that made the decision to kick Donald Trump off of Twitter and off of Facebook. The leader of that oversight board was the former justice minister of the state of Israel, a high-level federal national leader, foreign state, having veto power over the president of the United States being online. This is the Great Reset. This is what it looks like. We'll get more into it on the other side. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. 
Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. This story from The Intercept. And it's it's so hard to even talk about one of these stories without it just naturally enveloping all of these others. But again, as as we've pointed out, this is the great consolidation, the great reset, the build back better agenda can be more accurately described as a imposition of a neo-feudal system in which there is an upper class that consists of the corporate masters and the political masters working hand in hand perfectly together as one singular force against everybody else against the vast majority of us we're the underclass with no say and no ability to express ourselves or argue against the people at the top we've talked about this great consolidation this great cooperation for a long time now there's evidence coming out exactly how this works and how it operates but again did you need the leaked documents did you need to see it in their own words them describing it or was it obvious from the beginning when you've got the government saying something and then big tech banning anybody that contradicts that saying do you need evidence that they're cooperating or is it obvious from the evidence of their actions this is the weird part this is the bizarre part we've seen how they cooperate We've seen the effects of it. We see how it takes place. It's always baffling. We use the meme of NPCs, right? Talk about the signal that goes out. Well, they're talking to each other. They're cooperating with one another. They're calling one another and saying, hey, this guy is saying something that contradicts me. Ban him. And the media or the big tech does it. This has been obvious. Now we have the proof of it. If you needed that, in case you you needed to actually see the words they were using, now we have it. But if you really needed, if you're like surprised by this, you need to open your eyes. You need to watch InfoWars. Because they have, but now they have, you know, very clear black and white. uh, You know, perfect. We have the whole thing now. This is it. It's the whole thing. They say there's a formalized process for government officials to directly flag content on Facebook or Instagram that requests that it be throttled or suppressed through a special Facebook portal that requires a government or law enforcement email to use. The content request system at facebook.com slash x takedowns slash login is still live. DHS and Meta, the parent company of 
Facebook did not respond to a request for comment. The FBI also declined to comment. The DHS's fight to, uh, mission to fight disinformation stemming from concerns around Russian influence in the 2016 presidential election. That's right, folks. You can't just talk about one thing without having a whole host of others pulled into the mix. But again, it just shows you how, how dislocated we are from reality, how inverted everything is. You have the disinformation saying, claiming that Russia is influencing the election, that Trump is a agent of Russia, this totally unfactual, baseless, made up out of thin air. They know it's it's not only false, they know it's false. They know what they were saying were lies. That makes it disinformation and misinformation all in one if you want to denote you know, the difference between the two. It's both. Uh, so they take that act of widespread establishment disinformation of the 2016 election being stolen by Russians and use it as a predicate to establish these programs where they eliminate people who were just telling the truth at the time. So it's really, it's really mind-blowing how backwards all of this is. Isn't, it? Isn't this crazy? According to a draft copy of the DHS's quadrennial, 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 whatever, quarterly homeland uh, security review, DHS's capstone report outlining the department's st- strategy and priorities in the coming years, the department plans to target quote, inaccurate information on a wide range of topics, including, quote, the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, the origins, you know, the origins we were right about the entire time, but you were banned from the internet for saying that it was a lab leak. It's now been proven out by the Senate investigation that even the mainstream media is acknowledging shows that it was in fact a lab leak. It's just amazing, isn't it? This is the stuff they're predicating their disinformation programs on, the truth, things that are the truth they want to silence. That's really all you need to know about all of this. COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, right? Something that definitely has a, a for sure, a, a factual basis, right? Racial justice, nothing subjective about that topic. That's the other thing, right? These people have subjective views that they want to claim are objective and therefore, because they're objective, will silence you. When in reality, it's just their opinion. It's their subjective view of racial justice but also including the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan and the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine. Again, this is how they do it. First, it's because of your safety. It's for health, for COVID-19. We're just trying to keep everybody safe. But now that we have this in place, now that we have this function operational, eh, we're going to go ahead and use it for war too. We're going to go ahead and use all of this disinformation you know, infrastructure that we've erected to go ahead and make sure that nobody questions our war adventurism either. Just incredible. We'll continue on this story and show you some of the actual documents and text messages as has been revealed. But for now, let's go out to the phone calls. We've got Mike in New York. who has a red alert for midterms in New York. The alarm is sounding, Mike. You're on the air. Thanks for calling in. What's going on? I want to start off by saying Zeldin for governor. Amen. Give him a shout out. Let's get those votes in and, and get our guy in. The legend of Zeldin. Um, <laughs> secondly, um, I was informed by my mom, um, who, to my pleasant surprise, is voting red for the first time ever this year. Oh, wow. Um, she she received something in the mail. She's gonna, Well, backstory, she's going to be going away um, on vacation on the 8th. Or she'll be on vacation on the 8th. 
and um, she had the absentee ballot. So she put it in her ballot, she voted, and then she gets something in the mail sent to the crew. They can show it. Um, they're sending this through the through the mail. So this is coming right in your mailbox, um, kind of like I don't know if it's you know <laughs> it, it's some sort of propaganda that they're sending out that's saying you know you we didn't receive your ballot this and that trying to confuse people. Anyway, my mom called the Saratoga County, which is where she lives, Board of Elections, and uh, asked them, hey, you know, did you receive my ballot? And they go, yeah, we've actually received, or actually they said, did you receive something from the Democrats uh, from their committee? And she said, yeah. And she said, we've been, the people at the Board of Elections said, we've been getting a ton of these calls. So they're already up to shenanigans. Um, we just got to hold the line and, and go out on the day of and vote, um, you know, I'm going as late as possible. <laughs> so I was, you know? so, so they, they probably had your mom's information because she used to be a Democrat, right? So they're sending this out to Democrats uh, who apparently are, are, are voting Republican now. I mean, well, why do you think they sent this out? I don't know. I don't know if they have maybe just a mass mailing list. Um, you know, I know how those things work where they just get a giant list and they send it out. But it's just all the coincidences, you know, of, you know, a lot of people who are Democrats who have always been Democrats in New York are going to vote red, you know, and I don't know if that's what their tactic is, but it's one phone call away. You can call the Board of Elections and, you know, <laughs> ask the simple question. So I don't know what they're trying to get at. Well, that's, you know? that's fascinating. And I'm going to cover actually how this relates to the story that I'm covering here. The next paragraph down actually relates exactly to what you're pointing out, Mike. We always have our biggest sales of the year in November and December. And 2022 is no different. But now as we reach the midway point in the month of November, it's very important to understand that we have almost all of our great InfoWars Live products in stock. But most of them are very close to selling out. We won't get more for several months, give longer. Some will take three, four months to get back in. We're talking about DNA Force Plus. We're talking about X3. We're talking about Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Super Mineral Vitality. The list goes on and on. But despite the fact that they're all selling out, I want to pass these savings on to you, and we need funds in to continue operating. So this is a year-end blowout sale. 2023 will be here before we know it. So do your Christmas shopping early, support the InfoWar, boost your immune system and your overall well-being at InfoWarStore.com with the up to 60% off sale with promo code 1776 at checkout. Get these great products while you still can and support the InfoWar. Thank you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. It was pretty interesting. We had a caller from New York who said that in, in the last segment, he said that his mother received a flyer her that her ballot had not been counted even though she had applied for a you know, mail-in ballot and turned it in she received that letter from the dnc democratic national committee which is interesting because of course the dnc is and the democrat party in total is working you know hand in hand with big tech to silence people and, and to bring about the disinformation governance board and all this other free speech destroying law and they actually say in the next paragraph down from what I was reading before I took the call in this story from The Intercept, they say, 
The challenge is particularly acute in marginalized communities, the report states, which are often the targets of false or misleading information, such as false information on voting procedures targeting people of color. So it's amazing, isn't it? The organization that is cooperating with big tech to silence people online on the excuse that they provide false information on voting procedures are themselves sending out mailers that are presenting false information on the voting process. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that funny how that works? Gosh, what a, what a wild world, huh? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's <laughs> just so crazy how that works. How the purveyors of misinformation and disinformation are the ones claiming that to fight misinformation and disinformation, they need extended and, and overwhelming power over the discourse in this country. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy that the biggest liars are the ones that want to silence people telling the truth? Isn't that wild how that happens? Again, uh, this story may be the biggest story in a decade because – and we've pointed this out for a while because, again, we've known this for a while. InfoWars reported on this happening for a long time. We've seen bits and pieces of evidence that have allowed us to understand the full scope of what's going on, and we've reported it as such. So we've known this was going on, and you know we've said for a while that it's obvious that – these big tech companies are cooperating with with each other. They're the people that have power over them are a part of this globalist cabal that is working to eliminate rights the world over and establish this new system of uncontested and unelected control by corporate policy through the World Economic Forum. And that you know the decisions that they make aren't based on anything other than whether the action contributes or detracts from their overall overarching. Diabolical scheme. And the argument we always heard against that was, well, they're private companies. Yeah, but they're private companies. Yeah, but they're private companies. You know, they they get to do whatever they want because they're private companies. Because we, the leftists and the Democrats, we love private companies. We love when private companies do whatever they want, even in disregard to the to the spirit of the law of the First Amendment. They're private companies, and we Democrats, we leftists, we, we just always stand up for the rights of private companies. Totally absurd, but that was the argument they would make to justify their continued censorship. And when it was first revealed beyond a shadow of a doubt that the FBI was in fact in contact with and in cooperation with big tech companies to take things down, it really throws that whole excuse out the window. It's not private companies. It is the federal government, which means it is a blatant violation of the First Amendment, which means the people in these offices included in these text messages in big tech and in politics and sometimes in both, right? Sometimes a DHS director leaves to go become a liaison with Microsoft as happened here with these people. Blatant violation of the First Amendment. It is uh, a civil, yeah, exactly, a civil liberties violation. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. It needs to be treated as such. It needs to be. It needs to be remedied. It needs to be punished. It needs to be treated as the blatant unlawful violation that it truly is. But they say this. 
in the Intercept article. The extent to which the DHS initiatives affect Americans' daily social feeds is unclear. I don't know. I think it's pretty clear. I've lost a, a million Twitter accounts. Pretty clear to me. During the 2020 election, the government flagged numerous posts as suspicious, many of which were then taken down. Documents cited in the Missouri Attorney General's lawsuit disclosed. And in 2021, a report by the Election Integrity Partnership at Stanford University found that nearly 4,800 flagged items, technology platforms took action on 35%, either removing, uh, either removing, labeling, or soft blocking speech, meaning the users were only able to view the content by bypassing a warning screen. The research was done in consultation with CS, uh, CISA, the Cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency. Prior to the 2020 election, tech companies including Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Discord, Wikipedia, Microsoft, LinkedIn, and Verizon Media met on a monthly basis with FBI, CISA, and other government representatives. According to NBC News, the meetings were part of an initiative still ongoing between the private sector and government to discuss how firms should handle misinformation during the election. You know, misinformation like the Hunter Biden story that we now know was demanded to be taken down by the FBI themselves, and that demand was dutifully adhered to by the big tech companies. And again, we'll get more into this. We're going to go out to your phone calls here. You can actually see on Twitter the actual text messages between this and the actual documents from things like the Cyber Security Advisory Committee. You can actually see the Facebook content request system, the government reporting system they have. And, of course, they mentioned that Twitter's Vijaya Gade met monthly with DHS to discuss censorship plans. Just a monthly meeting or a weekly meeting, whatever it is. And you actually have the very text messages themselves between people at the DHS and people that were formerly at the DHS and then moved over to Microsoft. DHS says, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Sorry I didn't ring last week. You think you were on – Think you were on the call this week? Just trying to get us to a place where the feds can work with platforms to better understand the mis dis trends so relevant agencies can try to pre-bunk, debunk as useful. Relevant agencies can try to pre- or debunk as useful. Not our mission, but was looking to play a coordinating role so not every D slash A is independently reaching out to platforms, which would cause a lot of chaos. Yeah, they need an organized and systematic form of censorship. The person that was at the DHS and now runs the Microsoft branch of this says, I was on the call. The coordination was greatly appreciated, was disappointed that platforms, including us, didn't offer more. We'll get there. And sector leadership had zero questions. We'll get there, and that kind of leadership really helps. That kind of leadership, I think he means. Platforms have got to get more comfortable with government. It's really interesting how hesitant they remain, again, Microsoft included. So, again, this is a government agent who has left his position at the DHS to go join Microsoft, not as a agent of Microsoft, but as an agent of the DHS inside Microsoft as a coordinator between DHS and Microsoft, completing the great merger in full form. Now, we are going to go out to your, fo- your phone calls in the next time. We'll go directly out to your phone calls. I won't keep you holding any longer. Um, I'm sorry, I just did these stories. I mean, this really is one of the biggest stories in my lifetime. If, if it is treated with a severity that it deserves this will be the catalyst for major major change in this country or it will simply be the people in power telling us what they're doing and continue on we can't let this go the same way that say the edward snowden leak went where it was like revealed that the nsa is doing all this stuff and then nothing happens they keep doing it and everybody just becomes aware 
That cannot be the way this goes. We have to have action on this. We have to have Republicans who seem to be the only ones that actually care about free speech at all taking the information that we have now and treating it with the severity it deserves and as the civil liberty destruction that it is. This is democracy at stake, folks. So we'll go out to your phone calls in the next segment. But for now, folks, you can help save InfoWars by going to InfoWarsStore.com. The 1776 Super Sale is here. You're getting 50% off plus double Patriot points, and you help fund the tip of the spear. We are all here in a crucial moment. We need your sponsorship and support to make it over the line in this historic time. Now more than ever, it is essential to keep InfoWars on air so we can continue to defend the First Amendment. We have sales in our top products for 40 to 50% off, plus you can get an additional 10% off any item in the store using the promo code 1776. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and get these best-selling products for up to 50% off, plus double Patriot points before we run out of stock. Go now to avoid missing out on these massive savings. And remember, your purchase of these savings is a 360 win. You get super high-quality items, and you help launch InfoWars into the next level. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection! Objection! All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. And- Cutting this announcement, we are halfway into the month of November 2022. We're running the biggest sale of the year right through December, but many of our best-selling products will sell out in the next week to two weeks and will not be back in stock for at least two to three months. So now is the time to get up to 60% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on amazing products like X3, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, DNA Force Plus, Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil. There are so many other incredible products available at InfoWarsStore.com. It would take an hour to list them all. My book, The Great Reset, The War for the World, unsigned copies and signed copies, again available at InfoWarsStore.com. Please do your Christmas shopping early and support the InfoWar at this critical juncture for America and the future of the world. Again, the biggest sales of the year running now. Most of the products are still in stock, but not for long at InfoWarsStore. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. We're about to go ahead and open up the phone lines for you today. The number to dial is 1 789 2539. 1 789 2539. Give us a call about any and all topics. Let's talk about World War III, shall we, since it seems to have already started. Pentagon confirming 
U.S. boots on the ground in Ukraine. Let's take a look at some of the just some of the headlines here. Since the battle lines are being drawn and it's not just America, Russia. It is. uh, There are various um, flashpoints. So U.S. military inspectors in Ukraine to keep further track of weapons and equipment. So, yes, American military personnel are now in Ukraine to keep track of the billions of dollars worth of weapons and equipment the Ukraine, uh, the U.S. has sent since the start of the Russian invasion. A U.S. defense official and senior U.S. military official said, oh, sure. Oh, sure. I'm sure that's what it is. They're just making making sure the right people are getting blown up. I mean, come on. Do you believe that for a single second? You shouldn't. But at the same time that that is happening, we've got the other big story from earlier today, or yesterday rather, and that was the uh, Saudi Arabian warning. Very nice for them to warn us this time. You, Saudi Arabia, U.S. on high alert after warning of immigrant, uh, imminent Iranian attack. Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with the U.S. warning of an imminent attack from Iran on targets in the kingdom, putting the American military and others in the Middle East on elevated alert level. The Saudi and U.S. officials uh, said Saudi and U.S. officials in response to the warning, Saudi Arabia, the U.S. and several other neighboring states have also raised the level of alert for their military forces. The officials said they didn't provide more details on the Saudi intelligence. You know. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? As we know, the Iranian regime right now is is buckling under the weight of the totally organic protests that are breaking out across that country. And and what do you do? What do you do when your own country is embroiled in a massive swath of civil unrest? Well, of course you start poking the bear that's sleeping outside of your cave, right? You you start attacking your neighbors for no reason to achieve nothing. I mean, that's what you do, right? Again, makes no makes no sense at all. Saudi officials said Iran is poised to carry out attacks on both the kingdom and herbal Iraq in an effort to distract attention from domestic products that have uh, protests that have roiled the country since <laughs> September distract attention what was he talking about whose attention to distract their own i thought they i thought they were like an authoritarian regime that could divert attention for their own people wherever they want if they want to not have to report on the protests then i guess the media probably goes along with their regime and doesn't report on the protests so are they distracting their own people are they distracting the international community so it's like Oh, we're embarrassed that there's protests in our country, so we're going to launch a missile at you to distract from this? I mean, this makes, this makes no sense. I know, call me skeptic, call me a skeptic, call me a conspiracy theorist. But I think probably, you know, the, the people that did 9-11 don't have our best interests in mind and may very well be planning their own false flag attack in order to get us into conflict with Iran. As, of course, people in power in this country have been drooling over that prospect for a very, very long time. But I guess, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. 
but it is pretty convenient for the Middle East region to have Iran completely senselessly, mindlessly, for no point, being belligerent to their neighbors while they're embroiled in their own domestic issues. And none of it makes any sense strategically or otherwise. But it does come at the very same time that the prime warmonger on the world, Benjamin Netanyahu, has now won an outright majority in the Israeli natural, uh, national elections to be the next prime minister. So he's gone for a little while, but he's back. Old, old Bibi, he is returning. Netanyahu won more than enough seats to return to power in the latest elections. Netanyahu will have more than the 61 seats required to form a government. In a dangerous world full of insane and weak leaders, this is welcome news. Is it, though? Is it? I don't know, Gateway Pundit. I don't know. I think maybe we differ here. I don't think it's great news to have like one of the people that was the primary mover getting us into the war in Iraq. Remember, he, he went and gave a speech to Congress. who was like, I guarantee you, I, gar- I give you my solemn word as a Boy Scout that when you invade Iraq, it will be nothing but rainbows and sunshine. He's like, and I guarantee you they have weapons of mass destruction. And by the way, the information that the UN relied on to justify the Iraq war, Remember, they had secret information about weapons of mass destruction given from a foreign ally in the region, right? So they, Israel feeds us fake information. First of all, knows about the 9-11 plot, doesn't tell us, allows that to happen. Capitalizes on that and says, oh, you need to, you need to go after Iraq. Sends their prime minister to come and promise us it'll be a wonderful thing. Gives false information to our intelligence agencies who then feed it to both the media and Colin Powell to go up and give the speech in front of the UN where they say, we have evidence that they have weapons of mass destruction. We have to launch this war. And this is the guy that we're happy is back in power at the same time that looks like the conflict with Iran is heating up. He's also said he's going to completely destroy the maritime oil deal that they've arranged with Lebanon recently. That for the first time in a very long time has caused forces like Hezbollah to back off and call a ceasefire because an agreement was actually made. So it's just like at a time where everybody's on edge and everything looks like it's about to boil over. There's like, you know, what we should do is just crank up the heat to full blast and just see what happens. You know, Benjamin Netanyahu getting in office is not a good thing. He is a total warmonger who was, again, the primary mover in getting us into the war in Iraq. And uh, since then has ceaselessly badgered the U.S. to... Involved in more conflicts overseas. We're going to go to war with Syria full-fledged these days. I mean, we already have people on, you know, boots on the ground there too. So we've got Saudi Arabia, Israel, Iran, Lebanon, Syria. This just a major, just a, just a pile of kindling waiting to be set alight. This, of course, is just another front in the proxy war that's being waged in in Ukraine with Russia, as Russia, of course, also is assisting the Syrian government in fighting back the so-called moderate rebels that we in America helped to fund and create. I mean, it's just, it's just totally wild, but it's not all happening there in the Middle East and Ukraine. You've also got North Korea firing 23 missiles, one landing off the South Korean coast for the first time. North Korea has fired at least 23 missiles into the sea on Wednesday, including one that landed less than 60 kilometers, 40 miles off 
South Korea's coast, which the South Korean president described as territorial encroachment. It's the first time a ballistic missile has landed near the South's waters since the peninsula was divided in 1945. And the most missiles fired by the North in a single day. South Korea issued a rare air raid warnings and launched its own missiles in response. So good to see the temperature rising there, too. And a bit of decent news. Russia resumes Ukraine grain export deal in an abrupt reversal. So they're actually allowing the safe passage of Ukrainian crop exports, abruptly reversing course after Turkey and the United Nations pushed ahead with the shipments over Moscow's objections. Wheat prices dropped on that news. That's not bad. Folks, the stories at Infowars.com. World War III has already effectively begun by Noriel Rubini. The new world war is practically underway, certainly in Ukraine and cyberspace, economist Norelli Rubini explained. He's a New York professor interviewed by Der Spiegel and listed some of the world's most acute problems. China and Taiwan, North Korea, South Korea, Japan, Ukraine, Russia, all of the Eastern Bloc countries putting nuclear weapons in Finland, holding nuclear practice runs in Sweden. Just everybody in power is pushing towards the very edge. We should probably stand up and stop it. We should probably have our Congress actually assert their authority and prevent this from going forward. We're going to take your calls in the third hour, folks. Remember, you can help save InfoWars because the 1776 Super Sale is here. Save up to 50% off, plus you're getting double Patriot points and you help fund the tip of the spear. 40 to 50% off, plus you can receive an additional 10% off any item at the InfoWars store by using the promo code 1776infowarsstore.com. Go there now. Keep us on the air. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com.